Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. that for timing cue the show and my dogs start barking welcome to healing life wisdom i'm tiffany windsor the topic of this episode is going to be an interesting conversation about is healthy food expensive i'll return in just a moment with today's guest I'm delighted to welcome my guest, Candace Licione, and we'd like to talk about the cost of healthy food. Hi, Candace. Thank you, Tiffany. This is a topic that we've been talking about for years. It's one of the main excuses I hear people say uh, for not buying organic and healthy food. You know, it's a topic that can be difficult to pinpoint because we all have different food purchasing habits and budgets and family sizes. So a healthy food that I may think is reasonably priced because it fits into my food budget may be expensive for others. Or is it really? Yeah, we're going to talk a little bit more about that. But I think one thing we need to talk about right now is about how much food we buy versus how much food we actually eat. If you were to check your pantry today, how much canned food or packaged food do you have on hand that may have been sitting there for months, in some cases even years? Most people have pantries full of canned goods and packaged food that they bought on sale or just stockpiled but never have eaten. They have their refrigerators full of food that's going bad, lots of containers of leftovers, and lots of jars of old condiments. Many people I know shop at Costco or Sam's Club and buy in huge quantities. They have so much extra food that sits on the shelf and goes bad, goes out of date, and gets thrown out. Candace, as you know, I recently downsized into a brand-new 28-foot travel trailer, and it was an interesting step because I thought I had really downsized into my last residence, but living in a travel trailer puts you in a whole other mindset because I have very little storage. So that means consuming everything that I buy that week. I'm still trying to figure out just how much I need to buy each week to keep from having to toss refrigerator food away at the end of the week. And doing that is really reflecting on lowering my food budget because I don't buy on impulse. I buy from necessity of space. Yes. So we need to talk about where to shop. Do you shop at a chain grocery store or a local health food store or a farmer's market? I live in a small town that has chain grocery stores, but no health food stores nearby, and we have a small, tiny farmer's market. I mostly buy at my local supermarket that really has an impressive selection of organic food in all categories. I do stock up at the health food store if I'm nearby one, 
And during the summer, I do shop at my local farmer's market. The local farmer's markets are a great resource if you have one near you. They offer organic and fresh produce and other food items. Plus, they help your local economy by buying from your local growers. I find their prices affordable, and it's so much fun to shop at your local farmer's market and be part of your community. Depending on where you live, you might have a larger selection of stores to choose from. People who want to eat healthier probably use all the shopping options for their groceries. The people who want to eat healthier and need to be cost-conscious know that good food means good health, and they will shop around to find the best food at the best price for their family incomes. You know, I really, really recommend checking out your local farmer's markets because they really have great choices of food in season, and I find their prices are great. Now, in contrast to what you were just saying, I recently read an article on healthnutnews.com, and it read that dollar stores like Dollar General and Dollar Tree are becoming a primary source of food for many families. There are approximately 30,000 of these stores across the U.S., and that number is rapidly growing, so it makes it readily available shopping. Unfortunately, these stores are typically known for their ultra-processed packaged and canned foods, which are definitely not healthy for you in the long run. This article goes on to explain how the government subsidy of processed food sets the stage for discount stores and how about 90% of the money Americans spend on food goes to buy processed foods. 60% of the food Americans eat is not just processed, but as I just mentioned, ultra-processed, which is defined as foods products containing several ingredients that are not traditionally used in cooking. Also, besides salt, sugar, oils, and fats, they can include artificial flavors, colors, sweeteners, which we've talked about on another podcast, and other additives used to imitate sensory qualities of unprocessed or minimally processed foods. So they're fooling your senses. They also have preservatives and chemicals that give them an unnaturally long shelf life. I have a link to this complete article on my blog at healinglifewisdom.com. And Candace, can you share with our listeners the story of your customer who does buy food from the local dollar store? I will, because it's amazing to me. I do see people, when I am the dollar store, buying most of their groceries um, at the dollar store. But one of my customers used to bring in food from the dollar store. So one day I took a look at the ingredient labels on some of the products. The one product label that stuck in my mind was for a Fiber One bar. There was absolutely no food in that bar and just a list of chemical ingredients. I know some people are eating from the dollar store because they can't afford to buy their food elsewhere. But we'd please like people to know that the food at the dollar store, because it is a dollar, isn't high quality. And a lot of the food that comes through the dollar store comes from China, and you don't know what kind of chemicals or toxins that are in that food. I taught a class last year at... um, called Food is Medicine for Seniors at the local college and read them the labels of some products. They didn't care that there was not good food in the packages. They just wanted cheap food. This amazed me, as most seniors have many medical issues, and eating bad food just makes their health issues worse. You know, our bodies crave healthy nutrients, and I wish I could encourage more people to cook these days and cook healthy. It's such a great way to nurture yourself and your family, 
And with crockpots and instapots that are so popular right now, there really isn't any excuse. I went online and typed in healthy food recipes and quickly found lots to choose from. At Budget Bites, there were 20 recipes for eating healthy on a budget. Tasteofhome.com had 35 recipes. Eatingwell.com talked about uh, mealtime, dinner, budget food. And Better Homes and Gardens, which is at bhg.com, talked about uh, cheap, heart-healthy dinner ideas. And they were sharing ideas for healthy dinner recipes under $3 a serving. So I did a little test of the cost of a sample recipe that I found online. It was for Instant Pot Creamy Chicken Wild Rice Soup. I went online and priced the ingredients out at walmart.com. And I picked all organic, except they did not have half and half in an organic choice. The cost came out to $4.25 a serving. That included the soup, a side salad, which was a package of mixed greens, and uh, some, a really nice loaf of bread. So remember that you can take your regular recipes and take them one step healthier with organic. And, and Candace, while we're talking about organic, I wanted to quickly talk about the Dirty Dozen. Have, have you heard of that? Uh, I didn't hear it called the Dirty Dozen, but I was well aware of the list uh, that you're going to read. <laughs> okay. So you can Google Dirty Dozen, and you're going to find a list. They have the 2018 list. Each year is updated of the produce that's the, the top Dirty Dozen that have the most pesticides. So these are the produce that you really want to buy organic. So number one that seems to always be on the top of the list is strawberries. And I'm always stunned when I hear that strawberries have 20 different pesticides on them. I don't understand why. I can't imagine, but apparently in mass production, that's what they've decided to do. So on the Dirty Dozen list for 2018, strawberries, spinach, nectarines, apples, grapes, peaches, cherries, pears, tomatoes, celery, potatoes, and sweet bell peppers. So those are the 12 that you're always encouraged to purchase organic so that you're not consuming all the pesticides. On HealingLifeWisdom.com, on the blog post that relates to this podcast, I've also added a link to what are called the Clean 15. So that is produce that you don't necessarily have to buy organic if, you, if it's not readily available or if you feel like organic is too expensive. There's a list that, um, of certain produce that is not tested with, with as high uh, pesticides. So, Candice, I... Even I have a challenge in shopping for the right amount of food, and you have a suggestion for using up those veggies that are left at the end of the week in your fridge. Right. I, I take great pride in emptying my refrigerator out each week. I noticed this week that we had all empty shelves, and I told my husband it was time to go to the grocery store. But um, I love the medical medium books, which we've talked about before on um, and Healing Life Wisdom, and I base a lot of my food choices on the organic vegetables, fruits, herbs, supplements that he writes about in his books. I um, buy a lot of fresh fruit and vegetable and salad um, greens and things to make my lunch especially each week by making up a big pot of soup where I put as many vegetables as I have in my refrigerator, and my refrigerator has usually got at least 10 to 12 different vegetables to put into my soup. 
It's an awesome way to use all your fresh vegetables in your refrigerator, especially the ones that need to be cooked before they get limp on the refrigerator. Um, Sorry, I lost my thought. That's okay. You know, um, I do want, when you're talking about the soup, I do want to mention that it's going to make a big pot. And so freeze some of it. Freeze it for next week. Uh, and oh. so make go, don't be afraid to make a big pot of soup if your family's small because you can't go ahead and freeze that. And my husband doesn't necessarily eat the way I do. And so I just put it in little individual bowls. So I take, every day I take a bowl of, of soup, a bowl of salad, and a bowl of, of fruit to do my lunch at work so that I'm using up all the, the fresh. And then for dinner, I don't always eat the meat my husband's eating, but I always have at least two vegetables and, and a side dish. So um, I'm definitely going through and using very, very good organic fresh fruits and vegetables in my life. Besides it being just um, a healthy choice to start thinking more about what you're eating from the processed foods and the, the horrible additives, that are in packaged foods, your body is not being nourished. Your, your body is going to continue to want to eat more and more of those bad foods because it, you're not filling it up. It's just, it's just not um, supplying you with enough nutrients. Now, I know that you took a trip to the grocery store recently to kind of do some shopping comparisons. I did. I went to my local supermarket this past week to check prices on organic versus non-organic. And I was amazed that most of the items I checked the prices on were not that much different, and in some cases the organic was even cheaper. I tried to check um, lettuce, iceberg lettuce, but they didn't have any iceberg lettuce that day. I wanted to check raspberries and blackberry prices. And it was amazing. They only had organic um, and they were the same price as what I paid for the, or I've seen my pay for the, for non-organic. So I thought that was great. I checked out the packaged mac and cheese, and to my amazement, there were 16 kinds of packaged organic mac and cheese, and three kinds of craft mac and cheese. Wow. There wasn't much difference in the prices on the mac and cheese either. I checked out the prices of organic carrots, which were carrots with their tops on them. They were cheaper than the non-organic peeled baby carrots. Um, which you also don't want to buy anyway because they can be uh, processed using bleach. So you always want to buy organic. Um, A jar of organic applesauce was $3.19, and a jar of non-organic applesauce was $3.29. So hardly any difference, and the um, non-organic was more expensive. I know there are some organic items that are more expensive than non-organic, but because more people are buying organic nowadays, the prices have come down on many items, and so organic items are much cheaper than most people are led to think to believe. I want to ask our listeners, are you hesitant to make eating changes? I know it can be so difficult to try and make drastic changes. What about simply increasing the volume and variety of fruit and vegetables in your diet, which is shown to reduce the risk of ill health, and it need not be costly. Now, if you don't like to cook, find someone who loves to cook and see if you can barter with them. I love to cook, and I'm just by myself, so I don't always take the time to cook for myself, but I do cook for my brother's family, which is a great savings for them from going out to eat, and I incorporate items from my cupboard and fridge that need to be used up. So, We have talked about where we buy food, how much food we buy, and how we can start changing the food that is ultra-processed and pesticide-laden into more healthy choices. 
There's an article that I found at WebMD.com that was entitled Tips for Sticking to Your Budget, Ways You Can Keep Your Grocery Bill Low While Your Family Eats Healthier. And there's five items on that list. Number one, compare your options and pay attention to portion size. Sure, a big bag of chips costs less than a bag of apples, but before you grab the chips, think about how many snacks that you'll get out of it. If your child or you are eating a quarter of a bag of chips for a serving, it only lasts a few days. Uh, That big bag of apples could last more than a week. Number two, plan before you shop. This is a big one. It's (laughs) tell the truth. Have you ever gone on a health kick, bought a cart full of fruits and vegetables, and then left them to rot in your refrigerator's crisper drawer? The best way to avoid that is not to impulse buy, or if you do that, certainly make the uh, medical medium soup. Plan your meals before you go so you know exactly what you'll need. And I found that that's what I did because I have a very small fridge, and so it made me uh, be a lot more specific with the things that I buy. Number three, choose cheaper protein. Per serving, protein is probably one of the most expensive foods on your shopping list, but you don't have to stick with red meat or fish for your protein. For example, you can buy a bag of lentils for a few dollars and get five or six meals worth of protein. And lentils are great in soups. Number four, buy in season. This is a big one. Don't just keep getting the same fruits and vegetables year-round. Pay attention to what's in season. The costs will be lower, and the fruits and vegetables will be fresher if you're buying local in season. If you notice at your grocery store, you will see that a lot of these fruits and vegetables come from other countries. So they have to produce them there, they have to harvest them, and they have to ship them here, and they have to be at their peak when they get here. And I I just don't see how that happens. So pay attention to what's in season, and definitely if you're going to the farmer's market, you will see because they're only going to be selling exactly what they've grown right in your local community. Number five, go frozen. When fruits and vegetables you want aren't in season, buy them frozen. They're usually frozen right after they're picked, so they might actually have more nutrients than fresh produce shipped from far away. So more expensive does not equal healthier. No matter your budget, choosing healthier food doesn't have to be a luxury. So, Candace, I'm going to invite our listeners, if anyone wants to call in and, and talk about this topic, our guest call-in number is 929 477 3082. And we'd certainly like to hear about how they shop and uh, maybe give some suggestions to others who are struggling with this issue. And Candace, let's go back to the first question. Is healthy food more expensive? What's your answer to that? I think it's very hard to answer because um, I think that, like I said, that the uh, prices have come down so much in organic. Um, I did not find it when I was shopping. I found prices very, very similar in most things. I think there are some items that are more expensive that you will see maybe a dollar more. Sometimes produce I've seen in the past that, you know, the organic will be a dollar more maybe than the non-organic. But I don't think there's as much um, price difference as people are brainwashed to think there is. And, and you know what's interesting is that if you think about 
when you have a big space to store a lot of food that you keep stuffing each week, how much of that food never gets consumed? I know there are ways that you can give it away to food banks and, and such, but if you take a look at what you're not consuming and all the money that you're spending on that, it seems like some of that can be shifted over to healthier food choices. Absolutely. I also think the the health benefits, I mean, because you're spending money at the doctors and on medication and all these other things, that eating healthier just makes so much more sense um, to take and, and eat properly and feed yourself properly. We we put take better care of our cars than we do ourselves. We're not going to put some kind of fuel in our cars that aren't going to run the engine of your car, but you're going to put things in your body that don't help run, you know, the engine of your of your body. I, I can't understand how people, you know, think that they can put all this stuff in and expect their body to run properly. Right, and even when you bring it to their attention, it's like they it doesn't connect. They don't connect the dots of, of all of this processed food that goes into your body has no nutritional value for you. You know, you may look on the label and you see that it has certain protein and but what's the source of that protein? And uh, it's 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 a tough one to try and it, when you hear people who are complaining about health issues and you talk about food as medicine, I know you do this a lot at your store. How do you get them to take the first baby steps in understanding the connection? You generally don't. They have more excuses why they can't. They know it's too expensive. It's too much trouble. It, organic really is just a big hoax. It's not really, you know, any different. It's the same food that's just higher. I have found people are so difficult to get to change their mind about the food they eat. It's, it's. I don't know. It, there's a just a something stopping them. Um, of changing their food because they come in and they say, you know, the first thing you need to do is um, get rid of probably sugar because we are sugar addicts in this country. Well, I can't get rid of sugar. I, I love sugar. Mm-hmm. It's like, well, you need to start somewhere. But I've found most people have a terrible time changing what they eat. Even if they know it's bad, they still will eat it. So, Candace, I do see that we have a caller in the switchboard. I am going to go live with that caller, and uh, this is the phone number that starts with um, 807. Welcome okay. to Healing Life Wisdom. Who's calling? This is Karen calling from the Eastern Shore. Hi, Karen. Welcome. The cold Eastern Shore. <laughs> I, well, I just I'm in California, wanna... and it's cold here today, too. Oh, Okay. Well, I just wanted to say that two or three years ago, organic food, organic products were all sometimes cost prohibitive, people thought, but now it's not. It's all come come around full circle, and Candace is right. A lot of it is is the same price, but I think most people, the majority of people that don't uh, aren't into natural foods or good foods, you say organic and they say, oh, that's too expensive. But I think more people, since the prices are coming down, are uh, gearing more to buying organic. Um, that's and you're just right my on, take on it. And you're right on track with that. When Candace had just mentioned that when she went to the local store, did you say it was a Safeway, Candace? 
It was a Safeway, yes. That you yeah. found 16 organic choices for <laughs> mac and cheese. So right. it shows you it's a lot more readily available. It is. It is. And and even in the food line, their organic section is getting larger. So it's and not just whole foods. It's Trader right. Joe's. And something that but, Candace found when she went to the store is they didn't even have some choices of regular fruits. It was only organic. And only so she couldn't even oh, compare well. those prices. Yeah. And people didn't even know oh. they were buying organic because that was all that was there. So they would have bought organic not knowing that anyway. they were buying organic. It was just, you know, raspberries and uh, blackberries. Well, I just want you to know that this is another great helpful, informative hour. And I thank you ladies for this weekly opportunity. And I'm learning each each time I learn. And, uh, of course, I go in the studio and follow up because I'm waiting for a test to be given to me. <laughs> <laughs> so just to let our listeners know, um, Karen is, is a customer at Candace's store. And how long have you known each other? Couple of years, couple yeah, okay. two or three years. Yeah. So and she had very bad eating habits when she came into the shop in the beginning, and she's the one that started me reading labels of everything she brought in. Okay. Right. And we've we've gotten her somewhat educated, although she brought in something recently, and she said it said natural on the front, so she thought it was good. And I said, oh, and so I read the back, and it it wasn't good because it had canola oil in it, which is really really bad right. for you. And so well, she got, read she read a couple things, but she didn't read the whole label. Yeah. No, I think <laughs> I was having the hunger. <laughs> right. But I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go check my toothpaste. Okay. That bothers me. <laughs> well, we're we gonna do to check everything. Yeah, you're gonna go yeah. um, next week. We're gonna do a, a segment on fluoride, so <laughs> you'll learn a lot more oh. about what's in your toothpaste. But thank you so well. much for for joining us tonight and well, for sharing. We appreciate it. You're welcome. You're welcome. And like I said, it's it's uh, most beneficial. So awesome. think it up. All Thanks, right. Karen. Goodbye. Bye. Bye-bye. So, Candace, anything else you want to talk about before we wrap up? One, um, here I go and ask, I ask you and then I jump in. One of the things that when we were talking about this is that I know a lot of people nurture themselves with food and as children, we did not. So we didn't have, we didn't develop the habit of that. And I have no idea. And we ate, I ate fruit off of the trees in our backyard. We, we never had leftovers and we ate everything. (laughs) There's five kids. And for those who don't know, Candace is my sister. She is the oldest of the five and I'm fourth out of five. So we definitely had a different experience with food growing up. And maybe that's why it's a little bit easier for us because we weren't comforted by food. And my my mother, our mother, did not consider food anything but for survival when we were young. And so um, most people are comforted and they take their emotional issues out with food or comfort food and go to their go-to things that make them feel good when they're not feeling good. But we we were happy to have food, and um, our mother would like buy a, a, a whole package of cookies for a week for seven people. <laughs> right. 
and we drew, we ate dry macaroni for our after school <laughs> snack because there was no food <laughs> to eat. <laughs> but, I know that um, sounds horrible, but I didn't know any different. But we didn't. It, we were raised that way. We did not know that. Right. We we did not know. We were really underfed, and actually, it's healthier to be underfed, right. not starving, but underfed. We did not eat all that junk. We did eat some junk because mom actually lived on Coke and, and uh, Hershey bars. Right. But um, mom also had no sense of smell, so food did not taste good to her. It had right. no flavor. But um, it is a hu- food is a huge issue in everybody's life, and it's a huge issue in their health issues, and they just won't let go of whatever it is, not just one thing that they love, but the whole comfort of food. They would rather and, have a magic pill and have it work in an hour and don't make them change their diet. And I cannot encourage our listeners enough to check out the Anthony William Liver Rescue book because while we've been talking about this for many years, and I actually had the chance to have a private session with him years and years ago before he became really popular and has a million followers or whatever his numbers are these days, because he's, he's made it so easy and has really uh, enlightened a lot of people to food as medicine. And it really is. And once you realize that and you have that clean, healthy food to go to in your cupboard or refrigerator, you're going to see so many changes in how you feel. Not only how you feel, but your 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 sense of, of, of flavor changes. Things that tasted good to you before taste terrible. Um, it changes your whole thing. And the other thing about Anthony William, I always want to say, it's not a diet. He's just right. presenting, here's the food that's good for you. Here's why it's good for you. Here's the health reasons. And why don't you try it? You right. Know, if you have health issues, he has all the reasons, you know, the different things, different fruits and vegetables help different conditions and, and diseases. And I can't get people even generally to try it. It's just such a leap for them to to eat healthy and it's so easy <laughs> so i think what i'm going to do is send you a box of lara bars to your store so when somebody wants to snack there uh they're great because those are the the bars that have like two ingredients or three ingredients or five ingredients, ingredients. and i know a lot of people look at like well what are the sugars that are in there what are the carbohydrates and honestly i think it depends on your source of information for food and definitely Anthony Williams is going to help you on that because one of the first ingredients in all of these Lara bars is dates, and um, he's, that's a really great uh, source of nutrients for you. So uh, let your let your customers know that we're going to serve them some rather than some of these protein bars that they may think are healthy for them. We're going to give them new snacks. A lot of the protein bars and the granola bars are not very healthy, even if they say they are. You really have to read every ingredient. And like you said, the less ingredients, the better. Because I just picked up a Kind bar the other day, and it has chia in it and cherry and apple. It has nothing else. Right. And so that's something you want to um, add. And then a lot of something we read recently um, had a lot of um, hidden sweeteners in it that nobody would know because they don't know the the, uh, chemical name. Right. It was a product that, that didn't say anything about being sweetened or flavored or sugared, and it did. It had two sweeteners in the ingredients, two artificial sweeteners. So whether our listeners think that healthy food is more expensive or not, because I have a, I have a feeling most people 
have this perception that healthy food is more expensive, it's going to the nutritional value is far going to outweigh the cost of how you're feeding yourself. So, I, Candace, thank you so much for joining me today to talk about this topic, and it's uh, something that we all need to be very alert to. Yes. Well, I hope the information that we shared today is going to help people shop better and just be more aware of how important it is to eat good, healthy food. I agree. And, Candace, I will be right here next Sunday night. Uh, We'll talk about a new topic then. That will be great. Have a great week. Thank you. You too. Thanks. Bye-bye. For more information, I invite you to go to HealingLifeWisdom.com click on our blog archives, and you can find a post on today's topic with the specific links to the full articles that I have referenced today. And check out the links to the Healing Life Wisdom On Demand podcasts. And be sure to share those links with your friends and family. I'm Tiffany Windsor, and this is Healing Life Wisdom. Thanks for listening, and we invite you to keep the discussion going. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.